Our next retreat is finally here. It's called Adventures in Energetics, and it's happening November 8th to the 14th, 2024 in Boquete, Panama. This seven-day, six-night retreat in the beautiful cloud forest of Panama is going to be a unique experience. This program is a not-for-beginners retreat. And what I mean by that is you will actually have to fill out an application before you will be accepted to be able to register for the program because we are going to be doing more advanced level energetics and I need to make sure that everybody who comes is actually ready for the work. We will be doing a Kundalini awakening. We will be doing group visioning process called a spiritual canoe. We will be doing daily presence practices and working on expanding our energy. We will be doing daily rituals. This process will be related to specifically the people who are there because in addition to filling out the questionnaire about what your experience is, you're also gonna ask for what it is that you'd like to learn. So part of the curriculum for this is set and part of it will be designed around the desires of the participants. I only have 20 beds available for this retreat, so it will fill up quickly. So this is the time to register. Do not wait. To find out more, go to kellysparta.com forward slash retreat. I look forward to seeing you there. Another blood red sunset and yet another moon face and still another hundred miles to my next resting place. Driving down the road, eyes on the horizon, within my car I'm all Feeling good and feeling strong Knowing that this path I'm on brings me to myself I'm driving Hey now all, I'm Joey C. Welcome back to another episode of Spirit Sherpa. This is the show that helps and encourages you on your journey to unlock your magic mojo. With me as always is the spirit doctor, Kelly Sparta. Hey Kelly. Hey Joey. How's it going? It's going great. I'm super excited yeah. because we're doing a listener profile today. I love the listener profiles. I love the listener profiles. <laughs> They're so great. They really are. And we always get to meet cool and exciting people. And we have another one here with us today. Do you want to introduce her? We do. I, I would love to introduce her. Brenda is a longtime listener. She's been listening for, well, she's listened to all the episodes at least <laughs> once, right? Yes. <laughs> and... Uh, and uh, she and Ken are actually friends, one of our other listener profiles. Oh, cool. You sent me a really interesting email about some stuff that had happened. And I was like, oh, that's fantastic. And oh, by the way, would you like to be a listener profile? And you were like, <laughs> I'd love to, which I love to get that answer. Brenda used to come to my classes sometimes when I was in Boston. She's come to, she's done an energy scan with me. So we, we've had that connection as well. And, and Ken's been speaking very highly of her this whole time because they've been working together ever since they got their respective energy scans. And so uh, I was really excited to have her come onto the podcast. So Brenda, hi. Hi, Kelly. Hi, Joey. Nice to formally meet you. I feel a little like I know Joey already from <laughs> listening to the podcast. Oh, that's good. <laughs> it was so funny. The minute Joey started talking, Brenda's face lit up. <laughs> like, oh my God, that's what oh, There's Joey. There's <laughs> <laughs> this little geek out moment. <laughs> yes, it was. So Brenda. Yes. We're here today. We're going to talk a little bit about your, your journey and sort of yeah. the things that you've done 
Where did it all start for you? It started with my mom. My mom has a deep spiritual practice, and she was pulled to a pagan path back when I was about 10 years old. Um, So I kind of grew up a bit in the craft. And for many years, I was kind of a holiday pagan, did Yule and Samhain, occasional Maypole, but didn't personally have a practice. Mm -hmm. And I guess um, in my kind of late 20s, I was pulled to it myself to start actually practicing and to be more in ritual. And it sort of was an evolution from there. Really, it was, there was not a a specific definitive moment where there was a drastic change in my, in my life. It was more slowly learning over time. And I've really learned from many teachers. First, you know, my mom who started practicing in the craft, but also is a person who embraces change Mm -hmm. and is in personal transformation. So learning throughout my childhood to embrace and desire personal transformation and growth, and then began in the pagan path, which is really my home base. I consider myself a mystic in that I believe in the unity of being And I desire to reunify. But home base in terms of a ritual basis is, or in a practice basis is is a pagan path. But I draw inspiration from many paths. I would say one of my early teachers was Starhawk. She is definitely one who is uh, common for many people who would say they're pagan or Wiccan or, or witches. And from her, I learned I had done a workshop with her and my mom was very inspired by her and I experienced what ritual magic could be. The woman knows how to hold space for ritual Mm -hmm. and it was an extraordinary experience. And I also learned from her intention. She really sparked in me the understanding of intention and how much that really grounded my practice and everything I do. And when Kelly says magic is intention, period, that I, I get that. <laughs> That's been true for me for many years. And that was a gift that Starhawk gave to me. I'm going to jump in here because I, I geek out on ritual. You know me. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, ooh, ritual. So, and a lot of our listeners are new to the practice or newer. And we have, we've, t- we've done an episode on ritual, but we haven't gone deep into sort of different types of rituals. You've been on this path for a while. What is your favorite sort of traditional ritual to do? So you have to put you on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great question. I think I, I often celebrate the Sabbaths and there are ones that I resonate more with and that I just love and can't wait for. Um, in bulk, I love the deepness of in bulk. And for me, it's a time for scrying and divination. But I think for me, coming back to the idea of intention, the the rituals that I think are the most powerful and the ones that I drawn to or, or come away with such a strong experience is when Everyone in the circle is clear and is united on the intention. And it can be a simple intention. The one Starhawk did that stood in my mind was us embracing and and living into the elements. And we broke into four groups and really came up with ways that we would call the elements. And 
And at first I was like, how is this going to work? And But it came together as one of the most transformational rituals of my life. Nice. Very cool. Yeah. Very, very the, cool. the ability to draw on group energy is a real draw for me about the pagan path. Yeah. Well, and, and the longer you work with the same people, the more intense the connection can become too. For me, when I was working with a regular circle, that was sort of like the highlight of my personal journey path. You work with the circle, right? I do. There is a, a women's circle who has met at the first parish in Cambridge for somewhere in the range of about 35 years. Wow. How did um, I not know of this? Wow. I have been for 20 years. I never heard of this. <laughs> uh, and so it's a group of women anywhere from 15 to 25 at any given year who will gather once a month and there's usually a theme for the year and and you kind of commit to doing a year at a time and there's a theme like one year we did the phases of the moon um one year we did archetypes and people will lead ritual in that particular theme and so yeah you do get to become familiar with how people be in magic and how you can play with that together yeah. So you learned from Starhawk. We know you started there and we know that you're doing a women's circle now. What came in between? I would say there was just ands, not necessarily instead of, but in addition to, I started a relationship with someone on a spiritual path and he was someone who worked with a guru named Saima. Mm -hmm. And so I started to do some work with her as well. And I would suggest to anyone listening, if you've never actually met in person a living master, do. They're different. <laughs> like, oh, this is this is what a living master is. And she was like hitting the turbocharge on my transformation. And I, I still am in touch with her community and do some work with her and what energy she's working with. And I have... Um, what I would call an energy therapist who was trained by Saima and in, in that tradition as well. And someone who is extraordinarily helpful in my learning process of different types of energy. I have to ask, mm, what's yes. energy therapist? Hmm. <laughs> that's a great question you coined the term brenda you gotta you gotta explain yeah, it I, now I, i'm trying to feel into it as you're talking about it. i'm like nope 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 still not getting it what is it <laughs> i i would say it's it's somewhere in between an energy worker and a traditional therapist who would talk therapist she is someone who I will talk with about what's happening in that point in my life and on my spiritual journey. So she is a teacher as well. She is a teacher for me as well as also a support in moments of where I am in my journey. And she is not a, she would not, I don't think she would say she was a shaman, but she, was in say, the tradition, she's, a, she's <laughs> whatever, whatever, and I actually don't know what she calls herself. I call her my energy therapist. <laughs> mm, I should probably find out. But but she say, works with energy. It? Maybe I know. <laughs> she works with energy. She is, and she understands how energy works and can help me see into some of my patterns where they can come from and can help in the releasing process. 
someone who I work with frequently on a regular basis and someone who I will talk about what's kind of right now, what's happening in my evolution. So in that way, more akin to therapy. And then I would say, for example, the energy scan call, the way I describe that call is Kelly gave me like six months of work in an hour and a half and then gave me a big push off to go do it. <laughs> a very big push off. <laughs> I was like, woo, okay. <laughs> so, which but was to clarify, fabulous. I didn't like shove you out the door, right? <laughs> no, no, it was the, it was an energetic boost. Okay. Like, right. come on now, go do it. It was a giddy up. <laughs> which was fantastic. It was, it was my kind of thing. I, I was, it's the perfect kind of thing for me. I have very little hesitation pattern when there is something to do. I'm on it. So it was the perfect type of call for me because it was like, here's six months of work. Now go. So that was, uh, it was awesome. the same thing when I tried to do business coaching <laughs> I'd sit down with somebody and I, I would be like, okay, so la, 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 and they would go, okay. And that was the consultation. <laughs> and then I wouldn't see them for six months. <laughs> so, yeah, so clearly, I'm, it's it's a thing. <laughs> it, it works for me, and the shifts in me since that energy scan call have been extraordinary—a real gift. So thank you. Awesome. So one of the long-standing patterns I have was being resentful of being in body again. It, it's it's been a, a long journey for my soul, and that was something we had talked about. And like, I don't know, maybe two weeks after the call, I was sitting down to meditate. I hadn't started meditating. And I just had this aha moment, but a great big one, where I realized that my soul didn't come back kicking and screaming. My soul came back and chose to experience resentment of being in body so that I could learn to get over that. And that could be an experience that my soul could offer creation and to the planet and have really, I have no resentment of being in body. And I have started really just loving being here. And it's been extraordinary. That's really funny because I had that conversation way early this morning. I woke up at 5.30 this morning and I was on Messenger with Lou over in Australia who had texted me something on Messenger and I wrote back and she's like, oh my God, you're up early. And we ended up talking about that whole thing around being embodied and how, you know, what's not to like, right? (laughs) Food, sex, challenges, you know, connection and you know and what's not to like right breathing breathing air yeah i made a list at one point because i'm virgo rising i made a list (laughs) (laughs) and there was just this long list of major shifts from from that call so it was i believe in the that saying when the student is ready, the teacher appears and you appeared for me. Ken was at my house like, oh, you might like this podcast. And and it wasn't, we had actually met a few years earlier right. and you had kind of stuck in my mind occasionally, but it wasn't time. It, actually, and now it was. Now that I think about it, you didn't come to my class. 
I, you hosted a class that I ran. Yes. At, because it was for the personal growth network at the time. Yeah. Yes. And, and it was Katrina brought me to your house to teach. So that's how we met. That's right. Yes. That's so funny. And sometimes that's yeah. the case, you know, sometimes it's just, you know, it's the right timing or it's not, you know, yes. like I keep trying to get Joey to come into the program. <laughs> <laughs> and he keeps going, I'm not ready. I'm like, okay. <laughs> timing for everything. Timing for <laughs> So, yeah, but yeah, timing's everything. And, and you have to be ready. You know, you, you really do. Because when you're stepping onto a personal growth path, if you are not ready, you're going to fight it tooth and nail and it's going to be 50 times harder than it is if you just get yourself to a point where you can really go, okay, come hell or high water, I'm doing this and jumping with both feet, which, you know, is not always the, the easiest path, <laughs> but it's certainly the fastest path. So I'm a, I'm a jump in. Me too. I, I'm a, I would jump in with both feet and I have zero regret. Yeah, And it's a whole lot easier. And one of the things that's really shifted for me is in the, in the saying, like, I think Eckhart Tolle will say this. He's like, I don't mind what happens. I am really close in many ways to not minding what happens. Someone, I took on a, a new contracting role and a few weeks into it, someone asked me, do you like it? And I didn't actually understand the question at first. <laughs> I was like, it's mine to do. And, and I had to think about it. And like, yes, there was things that I, I like about it, but it was, it hadn't occurred to me. I was, it was for, it was there for me to do. And I had to say how much easier it is. I mean, then the, should I do this? Is this the right thing? Or just do what's in front of you to do. And it's way easier <laughs> than the, should I, shouldn't I? What, what, what will happen? It's, it's exhausting trying yes. to think through what might what you what you might should do if it's in front of you do it (laughs) (laughs) and and that that sounds so very simple and profound in fact it is profound and and yet i know a lot of our listeners are going to be saying yeah easy for you lady (laughs) it is just moment of acknowledgement for for the past four months it has been easy (laughs) for me (laughs) I have spent the better part of 49 years it not being easy for me. And that's what all. I'm saying. I'm acknowledging your work. Yes, it's absolutely. That you got here. That's that <laughs> moment right here is me going, ding. Yeah, yeah. I, did. I wasn't born this way. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not. Yeah. I often tell people that when I started, I called myself a spiritual masochist. It was, you know, ow, that hurt. Do it again so I can figure out why and make it stop. <laughs> <You know>? Yes. <laughs> and and then, then I think I evolved as I let go of the warrior. I sort of went into this whole idea of a spiritual firefighter. It's like you run into the fire to get yeah. the gift out of it. And that's, that's a much kinder, gentler <laughs> image than the masochist that I had put myself up on that, that you know, virtual cross and been like, do it, do it. I just got to get there. Do it. so i feel you sister yes (laughs) yeah brenda we're we're about running short in time here but uh, i want to take a second here to let you reach out to the listeners what's something that you would like to tell them in terms of uh and you just gave us a lot there it was you know be ready to let go just accept what's in front of you you know do the things that are in front of you and don't overthink them what's something else that you would tell them or somebody who's just getting started 
You've been on the journey for a little while. What's something you would, some advice you would give them? A couple of things I would say is it's called practice for a reason. You actually have to practice. <laughs> and one of the big shifts for me came in a moment where I started actually practicing instead of talking about practicing. Yes. <laughs> there was like a, <laughs> there was a lot of should in my life for a while and I should practice. Oh yeah, I, I, I practice. No, I don't. Um, and for me, what happened to make the shift was I work better in groups. I work better in teams. I'm not really a solo practitioner. It's not that I won't do solo work, but I am inspired by the energy of a group. So I created a group. We met monthly to focus on our practice and it created an actual practice for me. So I would say, figure out what for you will actually help you practice. And I would say a second one, if you're just starting is try not to overthink it. You're going to, and it's okay. But at some point, there isn't an answer. There is the right answer right now. And if yoga is what's calling to you, do yoga. If going to mass is what calls to you, go to mass. I occasionally am called into a Catholic mass and it fills me with the light of God. So I, I would say, give yourself a, a, a break in terms of thinking about, is this the right thing? It's like, if it's there, do it now. Yes. That is perfect. That's profound. It's very, very, very cool. All right, folks, if you have any questions, no, I'm not even going to bring up questions. We're not even going to talk about questions. What I'm going to throw out here, though, is this is another listener profile that you've got to hear from a really cool person that you probably didn't know before. Well, Ken knew you, but the other the other <laughs> listeners, they may not have known you. And this is the type of stuff that Kelly loves doing is getting listeners on to hear their stories, to hear their journeys, because this is this is what we're all doing. This is the path we're walking. And it's so cool to hear from people who are walking it as well, what they're going through. Wouldn't you agree, Kelly? Absolutely. Brenda, thank you so much. And folks, if you want to be a listener profile, you can email Kelly, kelly at kellysparta.com. Or why don't you just come and join the Facebook group? the Spirit Sherpa podcast after party, and you can let Kelly know in there that you'd be interested in being a, a listener profile. That's a great way to do it, too. And you get to That's meet fantastic. all other kinds of listeners in there and ask some questions. That's where you can put your questions. That's where you can put your ideas for episodes. All If, if you're listening to a podcast that you enjoy that's in the same genre, Kelly had said, Tell, tell me some podcasts that you're listening to because she wants to she wants to engage with those folks as well. So there's a lot of things that are going on in that Facebook group. So Well, and, and we're also going to be putting out some bonus content. Yeah. So I am shutting down the Patreon site because it was my idea and I decided I hated it. So <laughs> <laughs> I realized that it was just creating more work for me rather than doing what I wanted it to do, which was create more engagement. And so that's why I set up the Facebook group because Joey's like, what are we doing now? I'm, oh, we're doing this. Okay. What, what's it for? <laughs> okay. Yeah. I made some, I made some command decisions. <laughs> what I'm really looking to do is create more engagement. The goal wasn't to, you know, to monetize the podcast so much as it was to, to give us a way to find each other 
And I, I did not fully understand the way that Patreon worked when I signed up for it. And now I'm realizing that that wasn't the model I wanted. So I'm pulling that back. And so really, 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 we're going to be putting out the cool stuff. Um, all that stuff that was hidden behind the wall in the Patreon site is now coming forward into the Spirit Sherpa podcast after party. And so you're going to have content from the guests who are on the show. You'll and the, actually, I'm encouraging the guests to join the the uh, group so that you can talk to them as well. I believe Brenda's actually already a member of the group. So if you wanted to chat with her on Facebook, she said she's not on there very often. But <laughs> but if you catch her, you know, you can send her a message and see, see you know, wait a week or two or a month and, <laughs> and see, you know, she'll get back to you when the next time she checks it. And we're also going to be putting out bonus content after party stuff. That's, you know, additional content from the, the people that we've spoken with. Yeah. And we've put uh, at least one of the bonus content episodes, your Pilgrim Passport episode, yes. we put that into the feed. So anybody who is a listener on the on the Spirit Triple podcast also was able to hear that. That's the type of stuff that we're doing in the after party bonus content episodes that you will now be putting into the Facebook group so that people yeah. can get and them I'm in there. I'm also going to do some Facebook lives every now and again, yeah. you know, there'll be, there'll be all sorts of cool stuff in there is basically what it comes down to. <laughs> the other thing I want to mention is that we are doing our claim your gifts retreat at the beginning of September, mm -hmm. uh, which is coming up very soon. I want to, I want to let people know that Kathy and I have decided that we will not be offering the retreats to the public and that we are only going to be offering them to the people in our program going forward. So this, if, if you wanted to get in and you knew you didn't want to be in the program, this is your last chance. Hmm. <laughs> I am looking at my business model and saying, I hate marketing the retreats. <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, you know, and if we work with the people that are in the program, we can go deeper and do more. And then if we're working with people who are brand new and so the claim your gifts retreat is our introductory retreat. And so it's good for people who are new, but yeah, we're, we want to do more deeper work. And so that's what we've decided to do to accommodate that. Very, very cool. So yeah. to get information about that retreat, where would they go? So if they go to the website, kellysparta.com and to the events tab at the top, It'll, you'll see Claim Your Gifts, and it's September 7th and 8th in Falls Church, Virginia. Okay. Excellent. And also, last but not least, you should, um, you know, subscribe to the podcast, rate it, share it with your friends and family, do all those things. Remember, for those who have been listening the last couple episodes, Kelly's birthday request. Kelly, do you want to remind them what your birthday request is? I wanted to double my downloads <laughs> in three months. Uh, it took us twenty. It took us a whole year to get to twenty thousand downloads, and I wanted to get to forty in three months. So, so that means it's a it's a stretch goal. Yep. But we're already doing well. We're the the podcast um, downloads are up. We've put uh, I think about a thousand downloads in the last two weeks. Wow. So not not too shabby nice. not quite enough but yeah. not too shabby yeah. so and for i went on to itunes the other day and and found like five people had rated it five stars so whoever was the people who did that thank you thank you thank you <laughs> um if you're listening on apple itunes um uh, apple podcast 
and you have the opportunity to rate, we would so appreciate that because the more ratings, the more visibility. And there's a ton, and I know a lot of people are listening on Stitcher. A lot of folks are listening on a number of the other applications. I know that as a podcast geek, uh, Google just did some work to their podcast search criteria. So in Google Podcasts, it's also, uh, you can rate there and there's some stuff that they're doing to make podcasts easier to find. There is so much content out there in the podcast world, ladies and gentlemen. I will always, always, always be a huge supporter of this medium for people to share their voice with the world because it really is a wonderful, wonderful way for people to uh, express themselves and that they wouldn't be able to. Like, like we have Brenda here today and, and it was wonderful to share your story, Brenda. It really, really was. Really was. Thank you, Brenda. Thank you both. Thank you. All right, folks, that is all that we have for this week, but be sure to join us next time as Kelly adds another chapter to your guide to energy, magic, and the spirit world. I'm Joey C here with Kelly Sparta and Brenda, and you have been listening to Spirit Sherpa. So long, everyone. Bye. Spirit Sherpa is the sole property of Kelly Sparta Enterprises and is distributed under Creative Commons BY-NC-ND 4.0 license. For more information about this licensing, please go to creativecommons.org. Any requests for deviations to this licensing should be sent to K-E-L-L-E at K-E-L-L-E-S-P-A-R-T-A dot com. That's Kelly at KellySparta.com. To sign up or to get more information on the programs, offerings, and services referenced in this episode, please go to kellysparta.com. This episode of Spirit Sherpa has been produced by Honu Voice Productions. Are you waking up to the spiritual world and realizing that you have no idea what you're doing, but you feel like you kind of probably should, especially since... You seem to be seeing things and feeling things and having things see you that maybe aren't so great and that you might want to actually control your experience of that. Well, I have great news for you because our Welcome to the Woo program does just that for you. It teaches you how to hold your energy field, manage your energy field, clear your energy field, protect your energy field, and learn how to protect your space. And you learn how to do basic divination and talk to your guides so that you feel like you actually have a clue and have a way to talk to the guides that will help you to figure everything else out. And it teaches you how to make sure that you feel mentally, emotionally, and energetically safe. That means that we also deal with things like fear and anxiety and worry and dread and self-doubt and inner and outer judgments. And we help you build a foundation of self-support and courage. All of these things together create a solid sense of safety in your own life. They will reduce your stress levels in half guaranteed. So visit the website at kellysparta.com and find out more about the Welcome to the Woo program. Your future awaits.